0: having a great day it's seven fifty in the morning on uh december 5th 2023 according to my phone it's 36 degrees but it's supposed to get up to a high of 45 a low of 30 mostly sunny <laughs> i miss my calling as a weatherman oh uh, man speaking of the weather The if I could, if I could describe my if I could if I could describe my soul, like the weather of my soul, I wouldn't say there's an eeyore cloud anymore. Or at least not right now i would say that i feel a lot like peter on the boat there's this storms all around and jesus is out there and he's like was it storming when he walked on the water oh let's look that up real quick was it storming when peter walked on water After Peter came down Out of the ship and walked in the water He became afraid of the storm and began to sink He called out to Jesus for help Jesus caught him and commenting on his lack of faith Led him back to the ship Whereupon the storm Stopped Yeah There was a storm what? Where is this in the Bible? This is in Matthew 14. Yeah, we just read that. I'm just going to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace, your mercy. The sun is shining brightly. Thank you that we live in here in the United States where we can freely worship you, Lord. I just pray that Christians today would not take that for granted. I pray that we would never take that lightly, Lord. And um we pray against every demonic attack that would try to block that. But at the same time, I know your church grows even more when we're under persecution. So uh if that's what it takes to get us out of our lethargy, out of our complacency, out of our um compromise and thinking it's okay to not um maintain holiness. Um Right, yeah, I just break that off in the name of Jesus um, Do what you, yeah Lord, do what you have to do Do what you have to do, do what you have to do Lord To um, bring us to a place where we, you are Our end all and be all I pray it to go into your word In Exodus Oh man, I literally just lost it <laughs> Oh my bad y'all uh one second, one second, one second, one second, one second I need to find the podcast, okay, boom boom, boom, I do this every time like i I look and see, okay, what is the next chapter we have to read? I even turn to that usually, but anyway, as you read exodus chapter twenty four help us to have ears to hear. And spiritual eyes to see what you want to say to us, Lord. Help us to see how this all ties to you, Jesus. How you are the the main star of the show. Um, And how we fit in in this love story between you and humanity. You and us individually. Help us for those that are waiting on spouses. I just pray that um, like myself. Um, I just pray give us a supernatural divine ability to avoid lust, to avoid and and, and take that lustful, those desires, those strong desires to love and be loved. Because that's, that's at the core of it, beyond the sexual stuff, the desire to love and to be loved. Help us to know how much you love us and how much you desire for us to love you in return. And there's nothing that we can do to earn your love. No amount of fasting, no amount of prayer, no amount of worship, no matter no amount of attending church that earns your love. You just love us um, unconditionally. So I just thank you, Jesus. You are a mighty good father. Thank you for this time we can spend in your word. I pray a special blessing for those that listen to this Um I pray that they would just center her peace today Any Anything that they might be dealing with for just that word that I gave just now That I know that's where I'm at I just I just I mean, things could be a whole lot worse At the most, I got issues going on in my car You know, a disruption in my life You know, inconvenience This car that And it's crazy, my kids literally just I was talking to them about idols A few weeks ago And then they try to flipping on me was like well what would you do daddy if you lost your somebody took your car and thank god nobody's actually like actually taking my car like stolen it but i feel like in a way that <laughs> just uh it being all beat up and damaged and it's not the way it was when i first got it and that car had almost been a Became an extension of my identity. Every time somebody would compliment it and say how cool it was and how nice it was, and it made me feel good. Somehow, it gave me like this sense of pride. Like at least, you know, I've got all these other areas in my life that aren't quite where I would like them to be, but at least I have a nice car, and, and it looks nice. And even though I don't even like the way I personally look, the way people like my car. You know, I, was I praying? lord just um, finish this prayer up lord just give we give all that to you all these emotions that come up lord of um it's crazy pastor kelly's talking about burning our ships and not not having a plan b not even worrying about having a lifeboat lord um lord jesus help us to be like to be like Peter to have the faith to even step out on the water even in the midst of the storm but to go even beyond that Lord and see all like be able to see all the times that we take our eyes off of you and how that can cause us to sink and even if let's just say we are sinking right to not to know that you wouldn't let us drown you wouldn't let Peter drown like why would you? Why would you do that? You're not going to let us. Even though all these storms of life are kindling all around us, you're not going to let us drown. You're not going to let us die. There, Colossians two twenty, to live as Christ, to die as gain. Like, there's nothing. You've already taken the keys of death and Hades, and given us eternal life. There's nothing that can happen to us that is so bad. That It trumps your goodness <laughs> Even as these tri- yeah, Count it all joy When we come across Diverse trials and tribulations Because in the end we're going to receive This crown of life We're going to re- receive these rewards And the ultimate reward is At some point we're going to cross over When our, our race is done When we're done running our race We're going to cross over And we're going to embrace you Lord and we're going to look back and be like, it was all worth it. It was all worth it. And you were with us every step of the way. Sometimes you were there to tell us to get up. Other times you were there to carry us. Other times you were running alongside us. But at the end of the day, you're the one who empowered us to run this race. You empowered us to run this race. Help us not give up, help us not stay down. Send other people along, more Barnabas' sons of encouragement to help us along the way. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. <sighs> I'm not even going to apologize for that long prayer because, I mean, if that was too long for you, just fast forward. It wasn't for you. It wasn't for you. It wasn't for you. That was a little bit selfish, a little bit for myself and then whoever specifically... Dealing with some of the like feeling like there's like this storm. That's just that's just what I feel right now in my spirit. Like I'm dealing with there's Jesus. He's like, haven't you seen all the other miracles I've done already up to this point? We've already yeah, we're that story is in Matthew fourteen. So I believe, yeah. So in chapters one through thirteen, there's quite a few miracles that have already happened. <laughs> so Peter doesn't trust Jesus by now Then when will he ever meet and trust him So It took Even after Jesus died Peter didn't fully trust him Like he went back to his old job He went back to fishing He didn't go fishing for men He didn't go evangelizing He went back to his regular old job That he probably didn't even like But that's what he was comfortable with That's what he knew back to fishing anyway I'm challenging myself I'm challenging whoever's listening like where areas of our life like how are we like Peter in this particular situation where there's these you fill in the blank and if you don't have any trials going on right now praise the lord (laughs) Because uh, enjoy that season while you can Because it's only a matter of time Just keep on living Not that we should be afraid or anything Because sometimes I've told that to people Like Sometimes I'm like man I don't really want to fully sell out my life to the Lord Because that comes at a cost <laughs> It comes at <laughs> It's like what's the next bad thing that's about to happen You know uh, Next attack but Because of the devil, John 10, the devil comes to kill Still and destroy But Jesus came that we would have life and have it to the full or more abundantly. So, um, anything that happens to us has to pass through His hands first, just like with Job. And so it's like, even Pastor Kelly's like, man, there's this gospel that is this false gospel that's preached that like, yeah, prosperity, wealth, everything is going to just go your way once you start serving Jesus. It's like, no, that's not how this works. In fact. The more you follow Jesus, the more intensely you draw close to him and serve him. All hell is going to break loose against you and your family. To get you to quit, to wear you out, to wear out the saints. But greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. He's already overcome the world. Satan has already been defeated. And so these temporary attacks, these temporary um, moments where we feel like we're sinking, these temporary storms... That Jesus, if we could see. If we could see into our future. To see the calm before the storm. There's a calm before the storm. There's a calm before a storm. And there's a calm after the storm. It's the during the storm part. That's the challenge. Um, To trust the Lord. That he's going. He's got you. Anyway. Just thank you Jesus. I don't i I'm still getting a revelation on that why why I got that picture in my head of feeling like Peter right now um, I just feel like there's all these little things going on around me, like all right, just like it's antagonizing spirit like oh, or just things to try to confuse me like oh Aaron, um, you don't have a wife right now you would like uh, right now wouldn't you wouldn't it be nice to just have a nice warm companion to lay up next to and somebody to encourage you and pray with you and to go on walks and to make out and you know have relations all that boom all right that's one thing all right what's next oh Aaron your kids you're you're not seeing your kids right now and your ex-wife didn't really um respond to the part where you said hey i can see them on tuesday she just completely ignored that and uh so you haven't seen your kids in a couple few weeks or whatever how long ever long it's been and they're not responding to your text messages your phone calls at least my oldest daughter's not um time is going by fast you're missing out on their lives you need to go make do something about that make that happen even though i've already made the choice that i needed to focus on work And Paying all his debt down And and seeking the Lord too during the season To see him provide In a way, in a miraculous way That provides the home However he wants to do it However he wants to do it Even if it's just A a crazy radical change in my former wife Where she's like, you know what I'm good Me and Jesse, that's my kid's stepdad We're good I'm canceling the child support order Pay back the money, um, that you just because they can't delete the old the past debt. Do that the fifteen grand that I owe. like. Just, just you just pay that back whenever. In fact, don't even worry about it. I'm gonna pay back my own. I'm gonna give you the money to pay back this child because because God bless me, she she gets some unexpected fund or something like that. It's like I don't even need your child support anymore. I want you to spend. I want you to be in your kids' lives. And In fact here's some money for you <laughs> Like <laughs> That would be a crazy Like what I'm I'm talking crazy y'all Like if I went Nah I'm not if When I get on here and start Terrence Selling the testimony Of how I no longer had to pay child support And it wasn't me It was God dealing with my ex-wife's heart And who decided to drop it Either that's I'm believing for either that's gonna happen Cause don't get me wrong i don't i'm not trying to skirt my responsibilities and not support my kids it's just that right now i'm in this season where when you have rent and you have a car payment and you have um child support rent it's like 1200 child support is like 1200 my car payment's like around almost 400 and then you include insurance all that and yeah if i could go back and do it all again i wouldn't even have There's some things about that car and something told me like I did. I went all wrong. You know, a guy lets you just go with a plan. My last car was paid off (laughs) and then it had like a $5,000 repair bill and I decided to trade it in and take on payments on a new $20,000 or something after my trading. It was like 20 grand. Anyway, lessons learned. A lot of lessons learned. And I didn't get, get gap insurance. A lot of lessons learned. Um what was i trying to say i don't know where are we 17 minutes we're good i'm almost done wrapping this up so it's like all right the woman issue the kid issue we're not even go that far yeah when i get on here and start telling the testimony of like how god miraculously blessed me with the funds that i needed to not only pay off my child support but just stay current and all my debts my hundred thousand dollar student loans completely wiped away and um i heard recently through my counselor somebody he knew had like two million dollars in medical debt and it got erased by the grace of god um because his wife had was dealing with cancer um but i was like well all right Laura, i see what you're doing for others <laughs> uh your perfect time and go ahead and make that happen for me I, yeah i got like if you can wipe away two million dollars of, of that debt it doesn't matter like it's debt is debt i got a hundred thousand student loans 15 grand back child support I have these collections that are supposed to be dropping off, but however you want to delete all this debt, when he says he's Jehovah Jireh, it's technically Yireh, but you know, we say Jireh because it sounds better, he is our, it flows with, he is our provider, Jehovah Nisi. he says we reign in victory, Jehovah Shalom, our prince of peace, you are Jehovah Elroy, the God who sees us, so God, you see all of these challenges, you see the desire to be married again. The loneliness, the knowing um I might be alone, but I'm not lonely. But I do desire a wife. It's come, like the feeling is getting stronger and stronger. Even though my stuff is not together, um, I'm believing by faith that my stuff is together. It may not be a, together according to this world standards, but you hold it all together, Lord. I declare by faith that my finances are in order. I'm not a lender. I mean, I'm a lender. I am a lender, not a borrower anymore. I'm ahead not until. I'm above, not beneath. Lord, you are um you are large in my territory, not just financially, but also spiritually so that I can be able to handle mentally the different people that come into my life lately who need to be discipled. And sometimes it feels a little bit overwhelming because I'm like, God, I'm, I can't do this on my own. I need you. I need you. I need also other people that I can like pass on to you that have the time and the capacity to to mentor and to encourage and to spend time in bible study and worship worship with these young men who are starving for the very mentor slash disciple that i've always yearned for in my life who genuinely cared about me and didn't feel like it was like forced anyway where's it going that desire to be married storm or a distraction i look at it all the same like storms are distractions that's all they are if you could see it in the spirit realm you would see like you would it'd be like you being on a beach and um you see like this yeah this little mini hurricane off in the distance and but then it goes away or if you ever been in florida and like those little rain clouds that come over and then they go away or on a day where it, like rain stormed like for like five, ten minutes and then it went away and then a rainbow came out and it's like that happens in Missouri sometimes. Like, wow, that was weird. Get all four seasons in one day. Those are just distractions. Distraction. Desire to be married. It's a, a legit thing. God cares about it. In his timing, he will provide me a wife if that's his will, which I believe it is, because it's good not good for a man to be alone. And I the gift of singleness as much as I would like to think that so far I've been able to maintain but Lord something by the grace of God I've held on this long desire to be married storm desire to uh, see my kids and work thing have a better relationship with their mom and stepdad storm because there's a storm going on in my heart right now like not it's like I'm conflicted I was like I need to go work to make money I'm sitting here charging my car by the way so I'm not working right now now I gotta go see this chiropractor in at nine thirty. Anyway, some of you are like, why are you working right now? That's why. So after the, yeah, after I see the chiropractor, I'm planning on going driving, um, picking up some folks. But um Desire to be married, storm. Desire to see my kids, storm. F- needing the finances so that I can at least have at least have this back child support paid off, and then have a little bit of a cushion, like not a little, but like a good cushion. Like I'm believing for like an entire year of like what my expenses would be for a whole year, somehow miraculously just deposited in my account for a whole year, so I'm covered. Like I really want to get to a point where I'm I'm only really working like half the year, or part time, or I'm able to do full-time ministry where I'm, like, out evangelizing, discipling young men, praying for young men, and all my bills are paid. Like, everything is paid. And I'm able to, like, I don't have to trade time for dollars anymore. I have a buddy. He works six months out of the year, and then, other like, the other income he has comes from rental properties. I'm believing by faith something like that God is going to do. Um... Where just these royalty incomes will come in from my audio books and all that, and and, um, and different instrumentals I've been loading up, and I'll just, I'll, however it's gonna work, I'll have more than enough to pay up, pay everything, and I'll be able to focus on the things that God has called me to focus on. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness, and then all these things that we worry about will be added to us. So, love the lord god with all your heart soul mind and strength and then what love your neighbor as yourself so many of us aren't doing those two things because our jobs are our priority even our family and i'd say there's nothing wrong with like being a family man or being a good husband but those things don't trump our relationship with jesus christ Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, and then yes, love your neighbor as yourself. The only way I can love my neighbor is myself, only way I can love my kids, the only way I can love my future spouse, people at church, these people that God sends across my path, who have come with all different challenges and, and issues and and things, to even have the mental capacity for those relationships, it takes Jesus Christ, it, spending time with him. And so I've, i I pick people up all the time. There's a lady I pick up regularly right now, she works all the time. It's and I think to myself, like she's when she gets off work she's dog tired. And it's like so I'm thinking to myself, and I've been praying for her, like, when do you have time for the Lord? And then we, we stand before him and have to give an account for our lives. When I think about when it says that I don't know why I'm going down this road I'm going to try to wrap it up now I just decided to go down this road Of just of talking um, when, he, when I think of Matthew 7 When it says many on that day Will say We did this in your name We did that in your name And he'll say depart from me you worker of iniquity I never knew you Like let's look at that word iniquity real quick What does that mean? Immoral, grossly unfair behavior. Mm. Sinfulness, wickedness, immorality, evil, sin. There's a scripture that talks about to know what you're supposed to do and to not do it is sin. So it's like. there's a way to a man that seems right but the end of that road is destruction so we can be doing all these things right and thinking we're right with god and god is like over there like it's like in a marriage we can think we're doing all these great things to be a great husband right but if it's not if it's not what serves our wife and shows her like if she feels she feels unloved Like uh, there was this guy, this old coach for Colorado, the Colorado football team, this Christian guy. I can't remember his name, but um, he said you can tell a lot about a man by the countenance on his wife's face, like the look on her face, like how a man, a wife knowing, like feeling so much loved by her husband and seeing says a lot about that man and his integrity like his ability to truly truly love his wife as christ loved the church and lay his life down like marriage is a perfect example how you can be doing all what you consider the right things buying like when i was married my former wife she didn't like flowers but if i got her some sour candy like or said hey let's go out to eat like she like woo sign me up like that was her love like knowing how they talk about the five love languages like but rarely do we think about like what what moves god's heart that's even a song about that what moves your heart like we can think we are being intimate with the lord and, and who knows maybe in certain seasons certain maybe that's why we don't feel as close to god at times because we're just doing that old stale uh, <laughs> You doing that same old like stuff you've been you did for years, year like early on in the marriage and i don't know how it all works in the spirit realm god is like hey i'm taking you to another level in our relationship that's going to require i remember a lot of times my former wife would be like you, when are you going to do a grand gesture I, I don't think i ever did like while we were married like this grand gesture to where like you know like in the movies like you'll hire a singer like brian mcknight i don't know you you, you find some knockoff dude um uh what would it be like brandon uh mcdice i don't know um mcnice i don't know yeah i'm just making up a name brandon mcnice shows up at the and yeah you you get um one of the nicest hotels downtown and You find some like five-star restaurant or even not even didn't had to be in five-star restaurant. It didn't have to be that expensive. It could be like it could be like some hotel. Like there was this hotel that my ex-wife and I had to stay in when we like got kicked out of our in-laws' house, right? In the Red Roof Inn in Peoria, Illinois. And but that was one of the darkest times of my life. But all it was like one of those times that drew me the closest to my ex-wife early on in our marriage. And we shared some like very deep secrets that we had been holding behind that we took into our marriage without telling each other. Right. And there was this intimacy that was formed between us in that moment at the Red Roof Inn. So what if I had been like, hey, babe, um, I got reservations for the Red Roof Inn (laughs) and you made some kind of like you got some kind of candlelight dinner there. And like, I don't know, you just did some like. Something to show that how much you like w- loved like in the or some places y'all went to where you were in college, that was like her favorite restaurant. Like these things to show that you really care. This that you're not just going through the motions, you know? How often do we make even memories like that with god like like, you know what guy, I'm gonna there was something they used to do that. There would there would be t- hard times that would happen like Jacob and he was they would set up these monuments to remember that 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 hurdle that guy had brought them over i don't know i need to point that out more as we read through like these different monuments that happen these things that happen they set up like a an um what do they call it not an altar but a um a monument to remember this they will never forget that moment these annu- yeah anniversaries a lot of couples they do they call them anniversaries anyway i don't know how i got on that When it talks about Matthew seven, many on that day will say, "We did this, your name, that her name, and he'll basically say, "Depart from me, you worker of iniquity." When we think of iniquity and sin we we automatically think of like, oh, like drinking, carousing, yeah, having like being promiscuous, all the like killing people, gossip, like we think of all that stuff, but we rarely do we think about like, oh like actual did you have a relationship with him, was there did you obey him?" You weren't perfect but did you like at least attempt to follow his voice and walk in his ways and seek seek his face with all your heart soul mind and strength and did you love people anyway i feel like i should totally delete this whole podcast because it's turned into something way more than i was anticipating but um the lord is seeking out people that will worship him in spirit and truth and he can tell when we're just going through the motions like oh yeah it's, i gotta read my bible i haven't read in a while all right i'm gonna read my bible uh, i'm just gonna get on the bible app i got i got i got all this other stuff going i got i got school i got work i got these friends i want to hang out there's this new movie that just came out i want to watch there's this new video game this came out i want to play there's all this in like jesus is at the bottom of our checklist he shouldn't even be on a checklist <laughs> um and then we're like all right i'm gonna open up the bible app all right five minutes Uh, and like you're like that even that is hard like the god of the like now i know how in dealing with my four kids especially my oldest daughter how they just be playing me off and how like if i send them like they're quick to ask me for some money right um and want a quick response but it's like they have no clue how much it would mean to me if they just like called me up and say hey daddy I'm just thinking about you how are you doing are you okay i don't want anything i don't need anything I just want you to know i love you like they don't even have to talk to me for an hour like just 30 seconds of saying that will go a long way and i'm realizing i need to do that more myself even though my daughter's not answering her phone recently been leaving messages texting no response and she says like oh i've been grounded or my mom take mom takes my phone i'm like she doesn't always take your phone i can see you've read the messages um you're not grounded all the time um, You were doing this before This was part of the issue before When I actually gave you a phone You've Anyway, there's stuff there that Once again, a storm um, It's all it ties back to this Me and their mom's divorce And Just me being gone for a while There's healing and restoration That's taking place in my relationship with my kids Especially my oldest daughter um, so anyway I, I've been thinking like I need to just write Them all four of them letters And just mail them out They don't have a P.O. box anymore but I know their address I can just mail them letters and address them to their names And tell them how much I love them and think about them And write them some poems or whatever Some encouraging scriptures Maybe throw a little, little cash in there Some candy, whatever and boom Show up to their school I don't know how that's going to work Because technically I'm not their guardian. Like I'm not, I'm just, anyway, I need, I need help (laughs) on that. All right. So storms, marriage, kids, finances. We'll just stop there. Those three things, marriage, kids, finances, marriage, kids, finances, marriage, kids, finance, kids, marriage. Car, we'll throw that in there too. Car issues. Lord. I just give that all to you. I lay it at your altar. Anyone else that's dealing with those things, we just lay that down at your feet. Help us to not look down at our feet and feel like we're sinking by the weight of all these burdens. We say cast all of our cares on you for you care for us. So we're going to cast these burdens that we were never meant to carry. You say you're already working all things together for our good because we're called according to your purposes. Instead, during this time, we've already sent our prayer out. So gonna trust lord that you are already you already worked it out while you're trying to figure it out you've already while we're trying to figure it out as old lady said you already worked it out because you jesus can have and you will work it out in jesus my name i pray amen all right y'all i'm done i just needed to talk that out let's go and hop into matthew 24 i mean exodus 24 Israel accepts the Lord's covenant. Then the Lord instructed oh let me change it to KJV. I'm turn this heat down too. <sighs> Real quick, funny crazy story. Remember when I was telling y'all that there was a guy named Evan who worked at used to work at Red Lobster. We didn't work there at the same time, but we both worked at the same Red Lobster. I met him during, during Uber. Um, he works at Simple Simon's Pizza, established in 1983. 1983 is the year that my dad had a spiritual encounter with the Lord. It was never the same. Um, walked away from religion. Followed, started to follow Jesus. So, yes, Evan works at Simple Simon's Pizza, established in 1983. Y'all heard that, right? Evan gave me a coupon or a little card for a free pizza or a calzone. Evan, that was like a few days. That was on last week. I ate the calzone on Sunday. Today or yesterday, I went to (laughs) Tay Tay, had her deliverance night, like with worship and prayer and we watched the Jenny Weaver video on Deliverance training video. Um, that happened on, yeah, last night, it was cool. We um, we couldn't, normally she used to do it. She normally does not in this like smaller conference room, but somebody had already reserved it. So we actually did it in like the lobby area of this apartment um, where a bunch of like young 20 year olds live and uh yeah we just had set up worship right there and people were walking by going through and getting their mail and yeah it was beautiful but one Tay Tay and Tara's cousin they have a cousin named Evan and I pray I said a prayer with him before he left and like because I looked up what Evan meant and I didn't know this it says it means in Welsh it means the Lord is gracious it's a version of the English name John. I didn't know that. Like, hmm, interesting. Or in Spanish, Juan. Uh in Hebrew it means rock. And it's a shortened version of the Greek names Evangelos. Interesting. Meaning good messenger and Evander, meaning good man. Wow, so I told him that yesterday I was like, You are grace God's gracious rock messenger. Gracious rock messenger. And I was talking about like Rock like Peter's name was Rock and all anyway. Isn't that cool that here's this guy, Evan, I met last week, whole totally different guy, gives me this calzone, I did like, um, there's probably more I could have said to Evan But I just We just talked about life And then I gave him a Jesus loves you card He gave me that uh, pizza calzone That calzone was so good I was telling my brother I made love to that calzone oh, I was smacking it was so good Anyway You ever eat something so good It's like You think for a second Like this is better than You know what And then be like Nah it's not <laughs> Anyway Forgive me, y'all. Those of y'all that try. Hey, if you know, you know um, for y'all virgins hey, you don't want to know yet, because like my brother jokes, he's like, yeah, once I got a taste of that one time it's like a drug. It's like, yeah, it's hard to go back. Um, anyway, let's get into the word. But isn't that cool, y'all? This I just really I just met a every last week and then boom. And I had this whole significant encounter with him. And then boom here's this cousin of tay tay and tara their sisters and this is their cousin evan he shows up anyway he had to leave early for work but yeah he was a great guy all right so kjv the covenants the covenant thank god this is only 18 verses because <laughs> i talked a lot and we only got 20 minutes so i want to ke- always keep these recordings under an hour Especially if I do indeed go through with loading these up onto iTunes, like the music platform and putting them in as like spoken word. All right. The covenant confirms Exodus 24. And he said unto Moses, come up unto the Lord, thou and Aaron, hey, that's me, Nadab and Abihu. This is why it's good to name your kid a biblical name, because even if they stray from God, like at some point, some dude is going to come up to them, like, did you know your name is in the Bible? I had a guy do that at Chipotle once. He's like, he's like, what's your name? And he has like a name. That's how it's his way of evangelizing. I need to reach back out to him. I wonder what happened to him um what was that guy's name he had a name that I, I would always say it wrong anyway um there was a guy yeah ran into chipotle one day near my house my apartment and he um that's the way he evangelizes he like has this whole name definition app and he'll he'll ask people like, hey he's like hey what's your name buddy and you'll say it and then he's like it'll tell you the meaning of your name i was like hmm see sometimes we get this idea of evangelism like it always has i was telling that to my buddy uh gabriel shout out to gabriel um if nobody else listens to the end of this recording i'm i'm at least 25 percent sure i'll say 50 percent sure that gabriel will listen to this entire thing <laughs> but um <laughs> i don't know why but Cause I'm like, I'll just be like, cause he gets it. He rambles like I do. And, but like in a good way, we like our rambles, like people don't understand. Like our rambles always, they're full of these like nuggets of truth and they help us get to like, we're almost like philosophers, but Christian philosophers. We have these like deep thoughts and as we talk them out, we're getting greater revelations of, of the Lord and how he operates in our life and what it means to be a Christian but most people don't get that that's what i get but so it's and it's hard to find people that are willing to like listen to your rambles and also engage in the rambles and know when to listen and when to talk all it's like a it's almost like a uh it's like a tennis tennis game or even more it's probably more like chess because chess is very methodical and you don't always it's chess without a timer um Anyway where else I going with that Um, Names It's good to name your child somebody in the bible Yes evangelizing Sometimes we think oh evangelism is I meet somebody I tell them Jesus loves them I pray with them I go through the sinner's prayer With them boom I maybe cast out A demon or two And lead them to Christ and Voila new Christian And then But yeah a lot of times That's that's the easy part technically the hard part is the discipleship part It's like all right here's my number call me anytime if you need to ride to church let me know um following up like hey how are you doing that thing you told me about that you're struggling with how's that going kids would you like some is anything i can help you with like financially or i may not have the money to help you financially but like do you need help moving a couch or something do you need how can I help you? How can I serve you? How can I show you the love of Christ? That's the hard part. Anybody can evangelize. Anybody can tell people about Jesus Christ. It's the discipleship stuff that in feeding the sheep, like and being the hands and feet of Jesus, that's the hard part. Anybody can preach a good message and be like, that's the difference between like a pastor and a preacher. A pastor actually it's like leading the flock, and like also cares for the flock. Like they're kind of they're a little bit more hands-on, especially with their leadership, and they raise up disciples who then go disciple. Even though that pastor can't call and check on every single person, they're good at strategically raising up, duplicating themselves, so that they can disciple the people that they already been entrusted with, because a leader can only handle so much, and then those people disciple the next group and then like my goal should be with these next these guys I keep meeting is like disciple them to a point where then they can go make disciples people who spend time in God's word, pray worship on fire for God seeking God's kingdom first more than their own like a job or a career that's multiplication so it's almost in a way it's kind of like network marketing but like it's kind of a joke like whoever i've heard that joke like whoever um, billy graham's discipler was or sunday school teacher was like they're gonna get some crazy upline credits and rewards in heaven because all those millions of people that were saved by billy graham that are still not they weren't saved by billy graham billy graham led them to the savior let me clarify that all those people that billy graham led to jesus christ Whoever the Sunday school teacher was or discipler is going to get credit for all that. So anyway, y'all know what? Um, We're almost approaching an hour and I want to rush through uh, Exodus 24. So I'm going to go ahead and pause it, play a little interlude music, and then I'll be right back. All right. hey 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 i'm black i mean i'm back it's a good friend hey ron we are in exodus 24 all right what i was saying about yes aaron seeing my name in the bible it does something names are powerful yes and that's going up to people like having like knowing the meaning of names and when you run into somebody you, if you know the meaning of their name or like oh let me just look up that meaning real quick and like did you know that it means this you're speaking life over that person you are declaring even if they have some like demonic name that their parents weren't even thinking about or some name named after some greek goddess ask the lord to give you a scripture like my one my oldest daughter Leah her her name is, is Leah Denise And so her first name means, um, her first name is like related to like tender eyed or weak eyed. And then her, and it's just crazy. She wore glasses ever since she was like a little girl, like early on, like she got glasses at, I want to say age six or something. She was wearing glasses or seven. Um, her name means, yeah, tender eyed. And then her middle name, Denise, which is named after her aunt, means dionysus or something like that which is like a greek goddess tied to some i forgot what dionysus let's see here let's go look it up denise meaning my name is denise dionysus yeah denise as a girl's name is a variant of denise french and the meaning of denise is follower of dionysus And so, and I don't even know what Dionysus did. Who was Dionysus? Who was Dionysus? A Greek, which is a Greek god. Dionysus. Dionysus was the Greek god of fertility. Later, he became to be known chiefly as a god of wine and pleasure. So... I would just be like, you know what, baby girl? <laughs> Did you know that Leah in the Bible, um, she, yeah, Leah didn't feel loved by Jacob, but God blessed her womb, and Leah's who was Leah? Leah Leah had a son because Rachel had Jacob. Leah had Judah. Who was the ancestor of King David? And eventually yeah, the bloodline of Jesus. So yeah, Leah was the mother of six of Jacob's sons. So back and back then, yes, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, and Judah. And so um, black baby girl, you are blessed. Leah was a was um the mother of judah and jesus is called the lion of judah that means you have a special call in your life not just to have be fertile myrtle and make a bunch of children um unless that's god's will but um and jesus has a particular call in your life that is filled with his abundance yeah your eyes um even your your name says tender heart tender tender eye but you have a tender heart uh something like that you just spin it dionysus um what do we say dionysus was was the god of fertility and the god of wine and pleasure like baby girl i know this is who your name is tied to dionysus the greek god of fertility but you are fertile myrtle based on jesus christ uh him birthing he's birthing some amazing things in your life that are going to um, be fruitful in the kingdom of god um you are not a uh you find all your soul pleasure in jesus christ and jesus alone not in the things of this world you he's making you into a new wine skin and so that you can grow and, and and he can pour into you um, I don't just talk yeah it may sound crazy in the beginning but like right yeah come up with something to say over like even if they have a you run into somebody with a name that is wicked spin it say the opposite find a scripture that's the opposite of whatever that wicked thing is and speak life over them or if they, yeah, they have a wicked first name like hey what's your middle name and if the middle name is crazy ask them what their last name is um and by that point they'd be like why do you need to know all this about me i just met you but all i'm saying is names finding out somebody's name the meaning of that name and then speaking life over that name whether yeah no matter what the the best ones are the ones where they're like oh my name is joseph or my name is jacob or my name is you know abraham or isaac jeremiah like those are easy it's like oh man yeah i'll just be joking I'm like i just always tell him like yeah jesus guys are calling your life your name is jeremiah yeah you already know who that was right and then that's why it's good to know the word because can like well jeremiah did this he's known as the weeping prophet he probably could have sang in one of those groups like uh jodeci because he's crying all the time uh or whining he could have been like key sweat sound like he's whining all the, yeah he would have made a good r&b album him and david because they always had something going on like that caused them they had a, they were very emotional i relate to jeremiah because i cry very easily um i moved to tears pretty easily and when i'm not moved to tears sometimes i'm like all right what's going on there's something going on in my heart if i'm not yeah easily moved uh, to cry um it's not that i'm trying to like anyway all i'm trying to say is evangelism we always think evangelism is a plus b equals c we and we see based on how other but like when i ran into that guy i was like oh and it's a good there's this thing called um that reminds me of there's a called uh the way of the master with ray comfort and that dude from that show Growing pains i want to say Kurt cameron the dude that did the whole left behind series they have these videos if you want to learn how to evangelize but part of me is kind of like don't watch that develop your own style of evangelism like i love the dude from the cross and the switchblade that guy uh david wilkerson like he didn't have a hook as an old song from the saint lunatics uh i know it was when murphy lee tried to break out on his own try to make his own song he's like hey what the hook gonna be he's like we don't need no hook on this beat uh anyway like we yeah sometimes in christianity we like feel like we got to come up with some even the chick tracks and all that even my little jesus loves you card Right, if you if that's what it takes let's get going and get started, great. But in fact I need to put one of those cards on this car right, right now. This couple of this went in um to Target. If that helps you if that helps you evangelize the cards, the tracks, all that kind of stuff great but um, there's these unique ways that the Lord wants Is this thing still charging, y'all? I think it stopped. I think it stopped charging. Not able to charge. (sighs) All right. Again, I'm topping this thing all the way off. Authenticate session it should be good. Charge cord connected. All right, there we go. Charge cord connected. Plugged in and locked away. Charge power. Come on. Is it going? Hold on a second, yeah. E V go. Boom. Yeah, if I get an electric car, I'm gonna need like a house or something. (laughs) Or a garage with um some type of uh Plug outlet that I can like plug the car in overnight. Yeah. Um, fast charging would be eighty percent complete in five minutes. I don't want it to just go to eighty. I want it to go to hundred. All right, y'all, we got that going back. All right, so I think that there's an hour timer. Like this EVGO things only run for an hour and then they shut off. Uh, oh yes. I got to wrap this up because I have to be at the chiropractor at 930. I need get going. All right. So here we go. Names. Yes. I encourage y'all to come ask the Lord for creative ways to evangelize the people and knowing the names, the meaning of the names or using some kind of app or even just Googling like people's names or just being like, yeah, just when somebody tells you the name, just pause for a second and just pray briefly like. Lord, what do you want me to say to this person? I'd be like, I'd just be like, ask the person like, has anyone ever told you the meaning of your name? Or or anyone spoken like what your destiny is, what you're called to do, you know why you're here on earth? What God called you to do? Like my name means bringer of light. But my dad growing up used to always call me high priest. He's like, AJ, high priest, high priest, high priest. I think my middle name means rose, but growing up, I always heard high priest, high priest, high priest. My middle name is Jared, Aaron, Jared, Yancey. Um, high priest, high priest. I heard him my whole life, and then yeah, some lady at church one day was like, "You know, your name also means bringer of light." And ever since she said that, I was like, "Whoa!" Like this spark came on. Like yes, every room that I enter into, I'm supposed to bring in light. And I'm, I'm supposed to be somebody that intercedes, like stands in the gap the way Aaron did and bringing the sins of the people before the Lord. Like he has a high priest and praying and worshiping and communing with the Lord. Right. On behalf of the people of other people who don't have any relationship with God or don't have that same level of intimacy with him yet. And then, But praying that they will get there eventually. Um, And I'm supposed to bring light into every single room. And this talks about, uh, we got the light of the world, the city on the hill. Like, I'm supposed to bring light into every situation in my life. And if I'm bringing an Eeyore cloud into a room, I'm not walking in my purpose. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some days are hard. There's challenges that come, but like... I gotta check that out the door. And I'm not talking about being fake or acting like everything is hunky dory. Like, yeah, yes, be real. But like even in, bring light. Bring Jesus. be like, hey, I'm and when somebody asks you, How how are you doing? I'm like, uh, I'm I'm overall, I'm 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 fighting, I'm hanging in there, I'm believing for Jesus to do this here's some specific, like, can you pray for me? Yes. Like bringing Jesus into the situation. He is the like, so you're like, Hey, I'm believing Jesus Christ to do this for so-and-so in my life. Like changing up my words too. I'm like, learning, learning to work on that. I'm believing Jesus Christ to do this, this, and this for me. And even if he doesn't do any of that, I'm still going to trust him. I'm still going to draw close to him. I'm still keep telling people about how good he is. I'm going to kill, still keep worshiping him. Just like have you ever met somebody with like this positive, upbeat attitude and almost makes you like annoyed? Like they're so like, it's like, are you on drugs? Like whatever you were taking, I would like some because, yes, you are so chipper and happy. Like, why don't you ever do you ever get in a bad mood? I'm. There's people that I met like they're never in a bad mood. Like if I saw this is a lady named Stephanie at the last church I went to, not Stephanie, who I dated back in the day, but or a few years ago. Or however long it was, that was two years ago. I dated Steffi Curry. I'm talking about this other lady named Stephanie at Harmony Vineyard. If I saw Stephanie in a bad mood, I'd be like, Whoa, something's going on. Something's really going on. Because it's totally out of her character. Anyway, the covenant confirmed. And he said unto Moses, Come on up unto the Lord, thou and Aaron, bringer of light, Nadab, and Abihu, and 70 other elders of Israel. And worship ye afar off, and Moses alone shall come near the Lord, but they shall not come nigh, neither shall the people go up with him. And Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord, and all the judgments, and all the people answered with one voice, and said, All the words which the Lord hath said will we do. And Moses wrote all the words of the Lord, and rose up early in the morning, and built an altar under the hill, and twelve pillars, according to the twelve tribes of Israel, I was just talking about this creating these anniversaries or these monuments, these pillars these altars, yeah, to commemorate to remember what the the great things the Lord has done, and as a reminder of when you put your foot, you drew a line in the sand and said I'm not or drew a circle around yourself and said I'm not I'm not stepping outside of that circle. I'm no longer living on this fence anymore. This Inside this circle Jesus Christ is here and I'm not leaving. It said they worshiped the elders worshiped all right anyway let's keep going and built this altar verse five and he sent young men of the children of israel which offered burnt offerings notice it said young men not old men young men to offer burnt offerings and sacrifice peace offerings of oxen unto the lord sometimes it still blows my mind or to think about like god do you just like the smell of barbecue like what is it about like you can tell god definitely from kansas city because he loves the smell of barbecue apparently um and he always talks about how he loved the sweet aroma anyway um and moses took half of the blood and put it in basins and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar and he took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people and they said all that the lord hath said will we do be obedient and moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said behold the blood of the covenant which the lord have made with with you concerning all these words then went up moses and aaron nadab and abihu and 70 of the elders of israel and they saw the god of israel and there was under his feet as it were a paved work of a sapphire stone and as it were the body of heaven in his clearness. And upon the nobles of the children of Israel he laid not his hand. Also, they saw God and did not eat and drink. And so they were fasting. Verse 12, I'm assuming. And the Lord said unto Moses, Come up to me unto the mount and be there, and I will give thee tables of stone and a law and commandments which I have written that thou mayest teach them. And Moses rose up and his minister Joshua and Moses went up into the mount of God and he said unto the elders, Tarry ye here for us or just wait and with expectancy until we come again unto you, and behold, Aaron and her are with you. If any man have any matters to do, let him come unto me, unto them. Uh oh, this is where we're about to get into trouble, I think like hey i gotta go i don't know, not yet we got a little time before they do the golden calf thing moses rose up and his minister joshua moses rose Moses, and moses rose up and his minister joshua and moses went up into the mount of god and he said unto the elders tarry ye here for us until we eat, we come again unto you and behold aaron and her are with you if any man have any matters to do let him come unto them Probably not the best babysitters, Moses. Verse 15. And Moses went up into the mount and a cloud covered the mount and the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai. And the cloud covered it six days. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. Now it's interesting. Most people I've heard say Sinai. I don't know where the Saya sound comes from, but... I don't know. I need to Google that. How do you say Sinai? S I N A I. Sinai? Sinai. Maybe a Sinai. I don't know. Sinai. 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 Verse 17, and the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. They're like, yeah, we don't want no parts of that. Verse 18, and Moses went into the midst of the cloud and get uh, him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. I really wonder what in the world was God and Moses talking about for 40 days and 40 nights. Did God even talk during that time? we we'll got have to find out, because I think that talks a little bit about what happened. Yeah, it's about to say, and the Lord spake unto Moses. So that's where we'll pick up in Exodus 25, eventually. 40 days and 40 nights. <sighs> Let's talk about show me your face. Moses stood on the mountaintop waiting for you to pass by. And all of Israel saw the glory. And it shines down through the age. Something, something to boldly seek your face. Show me your face, Lord. Show me your face. angered gird up my legs. All right. Lord, thank you for this word. Thank you for Exodus 25. Thank you, Lord. Help us to uh, use names, people's names, names that they've been given as a tool of evangelism, added to our tool belt. Help us not be afraid to do that. Help us give us words of knowledge to speak life over people that's biblically based, scriptures tied to their name um i know jeremiah is a big one jeremiah seventeen fourteen says if you heal me i'll be healed if you save me i'll be saved so if you meet a Jer jeremiah even if you meet a jerry be like, hey is that short for jeremiah and they, even if they say no but like well did you know jeremiah meant so-and-so or who he was in the bible do you know who that is do you know the scripture, Jeremiah 17, 14? If you heal, I'll be healed. If you save me, I'll be saved. Anyway, God wants to heal you today. Is there anything you need healing for? Can I pray for you about that? Um, is there anything you need to be rescued from? You need to be rescued from some debt, rescued from a bad relationship, rescued from yourself, From from hell. Eternal hell, here on earth and in eternity. Yeah. Have you asked Jesus into your heart? Do you know that in John fourteen six, He's the way, the truth, and the life. There's no perfect way to evangelize, Lord. So help us to just, in our unique ways, our unique giftings, to really share the gospel with folks. And to not just try to earn cool points with you God or cool points with the friends, like, hey, I got another salvation check mark look at me pat myself on the back i led somebody to christ no it's not it's cool great stories but hope i to really do the hard work of discipling too oh lord help me because i got a few people i need to respond to via text so thank you for this word what else was in here Oh, um, well, we want to have intimacy with you Like the way Moses did But e- even more than what Moses had um, And when you Begin to reveal yourself even more To us, help us not Pass out And faint and be too overwhelmed. And uh last Lord, just we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You're a good father. You're a gracious father. You're a kind father. There's no one like you. Use us to impact many lives, Lord. Win souls for your kingdom. And ultimately disciple them send, raise up more people that that they can disciple. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and use the restroom and get ready to go to this uh, chiropractor appointment. Aha. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth, that Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts, we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus's mighty precious name I pray. Amen.